4: Number one pick in the NHL draft, but the minute can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. See our team make a mean to run. I'm Trash, trashy, team was short. Wonder if we best, want you people score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawning, grab your coffee, rise the shot with 98.7. This is drop time, we provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks, it's rule 76.
1: Oh, yes, you've made it to another Monday, which means you're still with us. Congratulations on that. It's DNR 98.7 ESPN. No Rick DiPietro in his stead. The handsome, the glorious Dan Grassa.
0: Good morning, Dan Grassa. Good morning, David, and you know how much I love being with the group, and it's going to be a fun week, and I appreciate those superlatives that you tossed my way on a very early, very cold Monday morning. How the hell are you?
1: I'm doing really well. I mean, listen, I have no complaints, although I will tell you, I will be honest with you, because we always try to be honest on the show. I missed football terribly this weekend. Terribly. Did you? Yeah.
0: I did. Uh, No? I don't want to say... I'll I'll tell you, the week between Super Bowl and Championship when we had that Sunday. Yes, I know we had the Super Bowl looming like a week into the distance, but that kind of laid the groundwork as to this thing is going to be over for a while. And the thought popped in my head, I remember Saturday night, we were out in the city, I said, boy, there's no football tomorrow. But once yesterday actually happened, it was all right. Like, I I was okay. It was kind of one of those just like lazy Sundays. Stayed on the couch, watch a bunch of different things. The hockey was great, which we'll talk about, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, you know when it's going to hit? It's going to start to hit maybe in the next couple of weeks. Because February is still that kind of off month on the sports calendar, which you have to kind of compensate for. I hate
1: February. I've said it numerous times. I, I detest the month of February. Well, you get an extra day this month. Great. So I get an extra day of a month that I hate. Big leap year guy, no? Uh, no, not really. This this would be, we figured out on Friday, this is probably my like fourth or fifth leap, leap day that we're going to... Uh, have in my lifetime
0: well how does that work if you were born on the leap no year? that's like, not right what? that
1: can't be right rj
0: no it's every four
1: years yeah so this is like my my 12th or 13th that's what it's. But what do be.
0: you do for the birthday like if you were born on the 29th of a you leap, very you young s- do do you celebrate it like on the 28th or march 1st like, or whatever you want to do
1: i yeah i think it's i think it's personal preference at
0: that point personal preference i think it's yeah.
1: probably uh, honestly i think it's what your parents decide when you're a little
0: boy or girl and then you just ride with that. That would be my guess. Well, when you break from the conservatorship, though, you can make adult decisions <laughs> and then decide, you know, 28th, for whatever whatever's yeah, convenient you can, for you. You can, you can make that decision. We, we have a lot to do today. Even though
1: I hate this month, I love the show. We have a lot to do today. We're, we're, we're still going to go around the league, which mm-hmm. is delightful. We got, a, we got some Mets conversation to get into. It's Raymond true. thought he was going to wake up this morning and Blake Snell was going to be a Yankee. Thank God that's not the case. Yeah, well,
0: where, where did that premonition come from, by the way?
1: I don't know. Just because like he's out there? Rumbling. Yeah, you know what sucks about baseball, by the way? You have legitimate stars that are still available and spring training is starting.
0: It's ridiculous. Well, I was talking about that over the weekend, right? Like, think about it. NFL, NBA... NHL, when the so-called free agency period opens and whoever is termed to be like the big guys, they're usually off the board, let's say, no more than two or three days into the process. Not baseball. It's like two or three months if you're lucky. Right. I mean, Bellinger's available. Snell's available. It's it's ridiculous. Montgomery, Matt Chapman. Yeah. JD Martinez. Yeah. Camps are underway. No big deal. No. But Vogelback has
1: a home, so thank goodness <laughs> for that.
0: By the way, yeah. and I said I was talking about this Saturday morning because the news came down. If you're you know, did you stop that the show? to you play like the breaking Jays, news sounder for that? No, I don't think. No, no yeah. breaking news. I mean, you know, we might have actually. I think I might have fired the breaking news sounder. But, you know, when the Blue Jays head south to Yankee Stadium this year, however many trips they make, because I don't know this new schedule anymore. Daniel Vogelback is going to park how many into that short right field porch? Probably the revenge of Vogelback in New York.
1: Yeah, possibly so. Um, we'll get to baseball a little bit later. We have stuff you missed nine fifteen. We, I mean, we have everything that you could possibly want today. But we start with, and we don't often do this outside of the postseason. We start with the winner of the weekend. It's not the NBA. I'll tell you that. That was that was brutal. I mean, that All Star game was absolutely horrendous yesterday. What, maybe the worst I've ever seen. We start with the NHL. Is it fair to say?
0: Oh, clear, love it. Clear and away. NHL won the weekend. Not. Not even close. They won the weekend. It wasn't the best sporting event of the weekend. It was maybe the best thing to happen this weekend. Period in life. That's how uh, good it was. It, it was uh, first of all, and you were at the game on Saturday with the Devils and the Flyers. No, that I, I couldn't make it. I had a prior commitment, so I didn't go. That was my original plan. But uh, I'm oh. bummed that I didn't make it because I got home. I DVR'd it. Uh, I, I didn't pull you. Like I was out. We were out in the city Saturday night. Right. Was checking the score on my phone, like I'm, you know, I'll, I'll find out what the score is. But I DVR'd it, came home, and it was just awesome, just to see how it was. Aside, from I, the feel, I feel, I gotta part, be honest with
1: you, I feel like you misled us in the group text. How? Because you said free, oh. it was freezing cold, it was frigid or something to that extent.
0: Yeah, it was frigid in the city. It was absolutely freezing. See, I freezing. was under the impression. I, I feel like this is this is not appropriate. RJ, do you agree with me
1: in the group text? He made it sound like he was at the game. Maybe unintentional, but I thought you were there. So, so you thought that as well? Raymond, did you think from I, his from the
0: group uh, text he was there? I, I got to tell you, I yeah. th- the way that read, I thought you were actually at the stadium. You want me to read it verbatim? It's, I, I wrote, at least you didn't... he was talking about Ray, because Ray was going to the game uh, Sunday, you know, right. to do the Rangers stuff. And I said, at least you didn't have to be outside last night. It was frigid. Now, I didn't specify where i was outside last night or on saturday night but i was outside and yes it was frigid yeah but the Brutal way you cold.
1: led us down a path of i was at the game and it was frigid that's you implied.
0: what i and, you implied and if
1: and if it was only me and the other guys and I'm like no you moron we knew he wasn't at the game i would be on your side even against me but mm-hmm. everyone in the group chat thought you were at the game on saturday But I didn't use like a hockey emoji or something in the text. Well, I don't think you have to use a hockey emoji for people who think that you're at a game. You said it it was free, at least you weren't at the game, implying you were at the
0: game. But that, you know what, that, no, that's stereotyping on your part and by the rest of the group. And I'm offended by that. How is just, just stereotyping? Because, I'll, t- I'll explain. Because just because we all work in sports and we do the radio thing and we're talking about sports, it doesn't mean that that is my sole objective on Saturday night, that I have to be at some no sporting No one thought it was your thing. sole objective. You implied that you were there. <laughs> there was no implication. Yes, there was. Raymond How? said
1: sunlight might be an issue today, and you responded, okay. at least you didn't have to be outside last night. It was frigid.
0: By the way, you basically basically said I sat in Section 311. That's basically what you said. No, I didn't. And and there's no way I'm sitting in Section 311. You're crazy. Um... But by the way, guys, can we throw Dave sitting here killing me for a so-called implication that he misread on a text? This whole text exchange over the last 24 hours, can you offer at least some sort of no. sign of life that you're among us? No. Like even just like a punctuation they know, they know mark. A ver- uh, listen, I don't, uh, on the weekends especially, I don't want to be bothered with you guys.
1: I am my own person on the weekends, and unless there's reason to heavily get involved, I'm not going to get involved. And what'd you do yesterday? Oh, we went to see my mother on Long Island. And you enjoyed that, didn't you? It was very nice. Brought bagels. We had some locks. She, she had a little cut up fruit. It was very. Yeah, did you nice. get the
0: bagels fresh in the morning, or did you of buy like, what, what them? Bag-
1: what, what do you think? I'm an animal.
0: Well, I, I would. What, hope, we got them else- three days
1: ago. Yeah. RJ once brought in old bagels. I don't do that. I bring in state of the art, brand new bagels.
0: Well, see, speaking of the old bagels, like what we would do during the football season, like when we have a road game, if it's a one o'clock game, I'll bring the bagels, fresh bagels for everybody. And of course, we can't eat them all because we bring a hefty sum. We usually leave them for the next morning for whoever's here. And unfortunately, those are day old bagels, whether they are consumed or not. And I feel guilty about
1: that. No, 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 no. That's different. But RJ one day brought in old bagels for us in the morning is what he did. RJ, why'd you do that? (laughs)
5: You're gonna make me do this because I get here much earlier than Dave, and nothing's open. That's why.
0: Well, I had to get. The I can vouch floor. for that. I don't yeah.
5: have time to go leave. I'm sorry. I didn't want to well, say. That's this. why I
0: got that dry old what was it muffin last summer that that Rick was <laughs> that, riding me for, and see, I acknowledged at the time that it was yeah, a disaster. See,
5: Dave's Dave's not wrong. I've gone away from the bagels. I learned the correct answer was to not go down the bagel avenue.
1: And I I, I do the bagels on the show.
5: Yeah, and you do it well. You do it really well. Yeah, I tried to do something nice. I got them. I tried to go as late as I could night before. Not a good idea. Didn't. They work were out. older bagels. Yeah, you, you're not wrong.
1: Not same day bagels. Anyhow, NHL wins. We thought you were at the game Saturday. You weren't. Saturday night, terrific. Sunday, unbelievable. The game, the experience, the the feel. The, I mean, you name it. Eighty thousand people. There was more energy and and you know emotion at that game than you've seen at MetLife
0: Stadium for the Jets and the Giants this season. Well, you know what was amazing to me? And look, I'm, I'm there, you know what, how many times during the season with the Jets, whether it's eight well, games, nine there, like, games, or two, whatnot. Two or three, and then eight, yeah, maybe like 10 or 11, right? Yeah. You know what's amazing? When that game ended, and it was cold, you know, I'm, let's not kid ourselves, it was cold. Did you notice basically every single soul was still in their seats? Like nobody left early, which happens even on a Except football game. Except for Damian Woody, apparently. Well, I mean Damian Woody, uh, you know, he he has to, where does he live? Connecticut? Doesn't Long matter. Island? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. J let's let's
1: let's be fair. Damian Woody, fraud fan.
0: Well, how do we know that he left early? Because he tweeted, "God, it seemed over when I left and I get into my car. Now it's a tie game." Oh, I mean D Wood, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, tough enough. And, and that just that just contradicts my point. So aside from Damian Woody, yes. It, everybody stayed in their seats to the very end because that place was still packed. At the, at, at the outset of that game when the Rangers or at the end of the game when the Rangers <laughs> did the Rangers win it or the Islanders choke it the away? The Rangers win it or both. That's, that's fine. Listen, I yeah. don't care. Shesterkin was brutal in that game for a good yeah. part of it. Brutal. But you, but you know what, though? We've seen these. these. I'm not going to sit there. I can't kill a goalie on how they play in an outdoor game because Fair. the conditions are so different. The backdrop is different. What you're looking at. I, I can't destroy a goalie for how they play. In and here's why, here's, here's so why I can them struggle.
1: Here's why I can't. And you're right. In an isolated incident, you can't kill a goalie for having a bad performance in an outdoor game. However, he's had a rough season, and in I mean, you can even argue he's kind of lost his starting role to John in the quick that he's been that bad. So that just picks up on where it's been going, and that's why I thought it was upsetting. But he got better as the game went on, thankfully. And boy, what a what a win that was! I mean, unbelievable from the Rangers.
0: Uh, A thousand percent. And, you know, everybody thought that Rome was kind of uh, fallen by the wayside with the Rangers there a little bit before the break. And they seem to have righted the ship here. And look, there's some things they still need to shore up. But I think that the goaltending situation is going to be something we talk about until, you know, we get a little bit of clarification on it. And they have the Blake Wheeler injury, too, now, which is going to be a little bit um, challenging as far as how they deal with their trade deadline plans in a couple of weeks. But Look. Winning games is the most important thing. I I, I think the Islanders get a point, but I don't know Uh, if you feel good if you're an Islander That's a a horrendous
1: point if you're the Islanders.
0: You can't. But 150,000 people, Dave, in less than 24 hours in that building to watch two hockey games, outstanding job. Like seriously, outstanding freaking job.
1: uh, It was amazing. It it really was. NHL, huge winner. I mean, if, if if you left the game early and you're a Rangers fan... I can kind of understand if you left early and you're an Islanders fan. That, that's embarrassing.
0: Nothing short of embarrassing. Now it's not easy though. I mean, to be fair, like you know, getting out of that. First of all, getting out of that complex when it is a jam-packed crowd. Right. It's no no day at the beach. No. So, it's, so that, that it's I mean torture.
1: You live on. I mean that, that's a football game in essence you, you that's a sunday football game you you have to get there early you sat there and you watched a game it took 3 hours there's 80,000 people and now you have to endure everything that MetLife Stadium gives you which is the, the awful the parking lot out to the light out to the road it's, it is it well, is dreadful Well that's, that's
0: the thing right it's not even like getting on a major highway no. or a turnpike or whatever is dude just to get out of the that's parking terrible. lot that you parked in even onto one of those little service roads could terrible. cost you an
3: hour Ab- even
1: 100%. My dad used to have a tr- I don't know if it's a trick but what he used to do when we were little or I was little he wasn't little is that we would park as far away from the stadium as humanly possible. So we'd have a good, like, 20 to 30-minute walk to the stadium. But then after, you'd just walk by all the cars that were in this massive line trying to get out of of Giant Stadium at the time.
0: Right. And that helps a little bit. And now a they have bit. that America and they have that American Dream thing where they you could you could park at, but there's still a decent crowd over there that you're going to have to deal with on most days. So it's, look, I mean, your best alternative sometimes is to leave early. And that's why I was impressed that you had so many fans still there when the game ended in their seats, and maybe they didn't try to get a jump on the traffic. But awesome. Did you notice, by the way, and, and people were pointing this out on online, and I thought it was hilarious. So you have the rink on the field, right? Right. hmm and then you have all that real estate to still fill because it's you know it's a football stadium. And they, they, they created this kind of like makeshift park yeah, type yeah. of a scene. And you had somebody walking a dog back and forth. You had two people <laughs> sitting on a fake park bench. <laughs> I saw a park out, bench and they were doing are, interviews on the park
1: bench. I, I didn't see. Was it a real dog or a fake dog? No, oh, was it a was, dog. A dog, was a real dog, dog
0: running around the field. Dave. But they were, they were like actors that they hired to like almost simulate like people in the park.
3: Oh, I didn't realize it's that. like it was, it was like a the lady Truman pushing the show was or a something. Lady
0: pushing the stroller and I can't believe it's hilarious. There's no way they had a baby hilarious. in there. <laughs> I wonder, like I'm wondering I'm in sure there that, was no baby. In that no temperature, baby. you can't have a baby. I'm outside. sure there was no baby, but at one yeah. point, I questioned whether or not there was a baby in that stroller. So there but were right, actors it, right? that were that were playing
1: roles of were out in the park in the, the middle of winter. Pic-
0: I took a picture of of the lady and of the the person with the dog. I could I could send it to you guys. It is walking back and forth the whole time for three, three. Now, and did a half the hours dog go at any point? I didn't notice.
1: Because if the dog goes, yeah, you have to clean up after that. I don't know what the laws are for, for that kind of thing, but I would, I would think in the state of New Jersey, you I got to have up. to
0: do that probably. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it would gross everybody out too.
1: Why? It's just a part of nature. That's what you have to do. Dog poops. You paid you whatever you paid
0: for that ticket. Even if you're a few, you know, hundred feet up, you want to be staring at just dog poop sitting there on the field while you're trying to watch a hockey game. Have you seen the Jets and
1: Giants this season?
0: Uh, no, all too much. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at
3: LQ.com.
4: Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the
3: D.P.H. and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. <laughs> woo over here. Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This Dpatro and Rothenberg. Good morning, Good morning Wes. Wes. It
1: was crazy. We walked out of the stadium at the second intermission. Wes, who pretends
0: to be a hockey fan, and he's handle. yeah, but you can't kill people for leaving that game." Well, I can't get on Wes for leave You yeah, would I leave. Don't tell me I would leave. I never. I know you either. would leave because if your kids or your wife were like, <laughs> I can't feel my toes. This is
1: Dpatro and Rothenberg. I got some titillating news for you, my friend. Right. Oh uh, God. Okay on 98.7
3: ESPN.
1: All right, for the love of God and all things holy, please don't revisit that. What specifically? When you said that on the air and we had no, to I don't, I don't recall
0: that at all, actually. I don't yeah, know, what, I don't I know course, what you're talking about. Of course about. you do. It was,
1: it was awful.
0: You got no idea. You speak in such lies...
1: It was awful. You speaking lies. You claim that you were at the game on Saturday. I, there
0: was no. No. You see, you know what happens when, when you applied. assume. Oh, no. You assume. Then you know what happens no. when you
1: assume. No, no, no. Uh, if it was me on an island, I'd understand. But RJ thought the same thing and so did Raymond. Everyone was under the impression that we were going to get, like, insight from you on the Saturday night game.
0: Yeah, but I never told you guys that I was going to the game on Saturday like leading up to. Or I never said it on the air. I never said I, I never mentioned it to anybody cuz I didn't go. I yeah, wouldn't uh, say I was going someplace I if I wasn't going. But but your your text to us implied that you were going to the game. That's why you can't assume. A, a simple follow-up question would have been like, "Were you at the game?" and I would have said, well, blank I didn't blank. Care. "No, I wasn't."
1: No, I figured we would talk about it today. I didn't need to know about it Saturday or Sunday. I mean, Raymond wrote, sunlight might be an issue today, and you responded, at least you didn't have to be outside last night. It was
0: frigid. You implied frigid. you were at the game. No. No. I was in the city, but it was it was frigid. The temperature dropped. I would say probably a good fifteen degrees within like a few hours. It was really cold.
1: All right. So one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Hockey, you agree, won the weekend. It was phenomenal. Right? Saturday was terrific. Sunday was uh, unbelievable. Eighty thousand screaming, yelling fans in each game, and it was it was a phenomenal scene. You
0: agree? Absolutely, hundred. And by the way, shout out um, UBS Arena. All Star game uh, all-star in twenty twenty six, which they yeah. announced
1: yesterday. Yeah, uh, Potvin and um, was it Trotier made that announcement, which uh, which I thought was fun. But as great as the hockey was, I think that's how bad the basketball was. The bet, ba- I mean, that Dan was absolutely a travesty. Now Saturday, I thought was fine, yeah. right? Three point shootout, fine. Mm-hmm. Inescu against Steph Curry, I thought was entertaining. Slam Dunk, I think, sucks now because you don't have any guys that interest you at, outside of Jalen Brown. I mean, Mac McClung. Nobody even knows who he is outside of the well, Slam Dunk a, he's contest. A,
0: he's a G Leaguer, man. Like, I know. What, it's what, ridiculous. Like... It's ridiculous. So basically, you could pull guys off the street and say, "Hey, you want to be in the Slam Dunk contest?" Yes, yeah, basically, that's good. But as 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 pedestrian, I think it's fair. Like like Saturday was fine, right? It wasn't wasn't great. It wasn't awful. It was fine. You agree or no? Well, the best part about Saturday was because like I, said, I was not at the game Saturday night. But I did set the DVR for the festivities. Uh-huh. Best part about Saturday night is when I got home, or maybe it was yesterday, um, early in the day, I watched it in fast forward, so I didn't have to endure the three hours of just nonsense.
1: Well, if I, was, I watched it live-ish because I, I had, um, what was on Saturday night? Oh, Alex and I were watching like, like Suits, we were watching actually. And on a side TV, we turned on the, the NBA festivities. So we could Why were like not you just,
0: watching Devil's Flyers?
1: Uh, I was on the left side.
0: Oh, that was the left side.
1: Okay. Yeah. So we had left was Devil's Flyers, main TV, we were watching Suits, right TV was the NBA festivities, so we could just kind of keep an eye on the sports because nothing terribly moved the needle for us that we had to be, like, that focused in on. But Sunday, Dan, last night, the actual All-Star game, it, I'm, I'm sorry, and I know that we're ESPN, we have the NBA. It was an absolute joke.
0: I, I have not watched an All-Star game, even like any of the actual in-game action and I don't know in how many years. Last night, I didn't even turn it on. It, it, didn't even turn it, it on. I was what, just following the score and how outrageous it was going to get. You know what you've gotten
1: the last, say, I don't know, five years where the game's like, all right, up, score, back, score, score, I think more score. than five. More and, than and, five. And, all right, whatever. And then, like, the last couple of minutes, they would actually play it out. And you'd, you'd actually see legitimate defense and guys would try. Last night was, Dan, I can't even tell you how bad it was. All the entire game was... Was just it, it, they didn't play any semblance of defense. Nothing. I mean, is it great to watch guys jump through the gym? Sure, for a minute. But to watch forty-eight minutes of it, I thought it was so bad last night. Well, Saturday Awful. morning.
0: Saturday morning, we were joking around, and and I th- just we were saying over under three fifty in the game. Three fifty. There was like four hundred points in the game. Scott, our buddy Scott Van Pelt, I thought it had a, a real good tweet which popped up on the old timeline after the game. He said. It's really simple. If you don't care, neither do we. And that's—I I think that sums it up. Don't you? Well, then, well I, like, then at, you at least care. I do. Like, I'm not turning it on. Why should I? Well, I had it on because it was—I mean, there was
1: nothing on last night, right? Well, it was—it was like it was not, not, like there was like Utah, UCLA, college basketball. Well, Rutgers,
0: it it. Minnesota was right before that, and I was shaking off that loss. That was a tough loss.
1: Right. But there was – I mean, really, it was standalone that the NBA had all – if you wanted to watch sports last night, the NBA owned you. And, it. I, I mean, you didn't watch it. Good for you. Dan, I'm telling you, it was so – it was embarrassing. I mean, all game long, outlet pass, defense doesn't even get in the way, layup. Back the other way, slam dunk. Bounce pass off the floor, up into the air, alley-oop, great, that's cute. But 48 minutes of just, you, you know, three-pointer from, from midcourt just – that's all it was. It was terrible. Well, I, I, I can't. And it what was the non-competitive. Well, it's never competitive. No, but, but I, no, that's not true. There are games that get competitive in the last five minutes, and they're actually trying to win. We've
0: seen that in the past. Last night, the East destroyed the West from beginning to end. Well, see, uh, you know what I'm curious, and, and I don't know because it's not in our backyard, but. I would think the ticket prices for, like, the All-Star game are pretty penny. And I I, I don't know if you can get your hands on one legitimately or if you have to go secondary market or whatever. But let's say, I mean, look, if you're a person of means, you don't care what you spend on anything. But, like, if you are a diehard fan, for example, and and the All-Star game comes to your city, like in this case Indianapolis, and you wanted to see that, would you... Shell out ridiculous money to watch the best players in the world basically going out there and going through the motions and not even really playing a real game. Well, the one thing it I'll worth say it? is
1: well, the one thing I'll say is you know going in, like you don't show up expecting to see high level basketball, real competitiveness, right? Like defense, all that, and then you're shocked. You know what you're getting going in, so I kind of feel like you're signing a a, a waiver, and if you go, you know exactly what you're going to get.
0: I'm trying to think of the last time the All Star Game actually, you know, was worth watching. Like we were joking earlier in the show. Like, remember that like Magic Johnson All Star Game, his first one after he announced he had of HIV. Course. Yeah. So that I was think he, what 1992 that All Star Game. Yeah, it was the MVP 1992. Yeah. I think it was in Orlando. So you had a dude at the time who who announced he had HIV, and that was. Taboo at the time, right? And it was oh my, how? And, and remember, some people were saying he shouldn't even be out there because he well, was a Carl risk Malone and a, had a
1: huge issue. Didn't want to, didn't want to play in that all star. Exactly. Game. Yeah. So,
0: but so you had that, and the players were trying harder in that game, and were actually getting closer and playing defense to a guy who had HIV. Compared to what we've seen over the last several years in the NBA All Star Game, it's These funny how have times have no changed. No
1: interest in playing in the game. It's embarrassing. They have to figure out a way to change it. Uh, Dame, Lillard, Dave. Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard. How do we make the All-Star game more competitive areas? He There's a
5: way to make it a more competitive game. I don't think anybody's going to play in it like it's the playoffs, but it's a way to, to get guys to come to the table and, and just play a more solid game, I guess. But I did think it was a good game. You know, anytime the crowd is is engaged and you're hearing oohs and ahs and things like that, because the crowd does not enjoying what they see and They're just not going to say nothing. You know, I've seen it. They'll just sit there and watch. But um, I thought it was enough moments to be excited about and to enjoy watching, but it was just too many, you know, go get a dunk, go get a layup, type of moments and I think if we can just limit those you know people probably wouldn't feel the way they feel sometimes about it if we can just try to limit it but it's, it's gonna happen sometimes it probably just
1: can't happen as much no well it's, it's just not true what, what he riddle said me this
0: batman true. he he sits there and says there's a way to make it better and a way to change it well how can you offer right. a solution because you right. are one of the well, best it sounds like, he he,
1: like he's got one in his back pocket there's a way well, you, so, well, throw so it out the there
0: right throw it out there because you can't just say oh it could change well how but see here's the thing dave you hate it I hate it. Hardcore basketball fans hate it. But in the same vein, I can at least acknowledge the fact, can you blame them? What do you mean? Can you blame them for going through the motions out there? Like if I told you, you, you make $40 million a year, for example, playing this game. It is your job. It is your livelihood. Are you really going to go all out in an exhibition like this? You have to figure out a way
1: to motivate the players. I get it, Either, but how? Uh, well, you, you know what? The, the 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 what was this thing this year that the Lakers won, right? This in-season, the in-season tournament? Season tournament. All right, it was it's ridiculous, but in some weird way it mattered to the players. You have to figure out a way to make it
0: matter to the players. But those are still regular season games. This is still an exhibition, but no, I, but I mean, you
1: know I don't what then? What, what the do. championship of the of the in-season tournament was not a regular season game. It was an exhibition game. And the Lakers tried and cared to win it. But the games leading up to that, though, counted. Correct. But that single final game meant absolutely
0: nothing. And the Lakers cared. Like, what can you do, though? I don't know. You know, like, like you can't say... Norman's like... You know, if, if you perform better than everybody else at your job, you get, you know, you get a free uh, weeks off of vacation. Well, they, they can't do that in the NBA because that's the problem with the NBA is that the guys don't want to play and guys want to take games off and they have to put in these rules for the individual awards that you can't miss more than 15 games or whatever it is if, to be eligible to win an MVP or something. So they're finding or trying to figure out ways that will incentivize guys to go out there and actually show up night in and night out. I, I tell you, the NFL, which is the number one gargantuan sports entertainment vehicle and that we have in our world. They basically have waved the white flag. And you had Goodell, you had the powers to be with the NFL for a lot of years when the Pro Bowl started going south, and it almost took on the NBA All-Star game. And they said, you know what, what can we do? Maybe we should just blow the whole thing up. And they did, because now they go out there and they play flag football. It's not a real football game. Does the NBA have to do the same thing? Yeah, but the, the NBA
1: already is a, is a flag football game. Right. It's it, I mean, it, it's it's an exhibition game of basketball, which is not a not dangerous. Well, don't even level play a real basketball is. game.
0: Like, don't play basketball. Don't take the ball up and down the court. Play like horse or some you know stupid events that you do with the playground instead of actually having a game. Uh, where I, I, I do Ball up in the air.
1: But l- let's look at where we are in the NBA right now. All-Star weekend, which in the grand scheme of things doesn't matter all that much. Right. It, but it stinks. It, it, it stinks. now is, is almost unwatchable. Regular season stinks. You know, unless you're a fan of a couple of different teams, like like the Knicks, the Knicks make it matter. But unless you're a fan of one of maybe four or five teams, you know, Timberwolves, I'm sure feel this way. Oh, OKC, okay. I'm sure feels this way. But regular season stinks. The NBA is solely a postseason sport right now. Which you talk about the NFL. The NFL owns everything. Because every single week in the NFL matters. You can't say that for the NBA because it doesn't. It's irrelevant. Let's be fair. Adam Silver has not done a very
0: good job as commissioner of this league. Out of the major sports, the major sports, the NFL might be the only one that to the average fan is going to say each and every game in the regular season matters. Because baseball, look, I love baseball. You love baseball. I'll watch every single friggin' baseball game. But to the, caver- to the casual fan, 162 games is way too much. They're not going to be there every day. Remember, they're already talking about shortening the baseball season because it's too long. So where have we gone to now that we can't consume sports like we used to once upon a time, right? Like when when we were younger, and this was a different, you know, what, 30, 40 years ago you couldn't give us enough. If you wanted to make the baseball season 300 games, bring it on. If you wanted to make the NBA and the NHL season 150 but games, bring it on. But there's so many things on. to do now. There's, right, I mean, that's you, the problem. I mean,
1: you know, there's a million shows on Netflix and Amazon Prime, and I can watch, you know, European soccer, and I can watch any sport I want, and I can watch, you know, Alex has the PLL on this weekend, and we're watching, you know, Syracuse, Maryland, and college lacrosse. It's like, it's nonstop. There's college basketball. There's there's a million choices.
0: Well, see, that's the thing with college. Like, I'm a huge college basketball guy, so oh, right. I'll watch. You know what I'm saying? Like, that That to me wets my basketball appetite. So when the NBA regular season is unwatchable, like, I'm still there each and every day with the college hoops. I love college hoops as well, but let's be fair. College hoops is similar
1: to the NBA. Now, Rutgers is different because you love them so much, and they're not, like, guaranteed getting into the tournament. But the regular season of college basketball is irrelevant. The only thing that matters is is
0: the NCAA tournament. But I'll watch every—you know, because I'm a diehard. I'll watch I like Mountain West too. at 11 o'clock at night. I, I like know, it, and I too. Don't, I know, but I don't expect everybody else to. I, I totally get that, right? I mean, the Marquette-UConn game, that was supposed to be a blockbuster Saturday afternoon, number one against number four. UConn pulverized them. It was, it, it was over by halftime. You know, so you're not going to get that box office. But I think the other thing, too, is to—we we look for the where, the why, and I brought it up earlier— the fact of the matter is now, Dave. These guys are making too much money. Like I got it, I'm it's gonna send you too. I'm gonna send you something. There's this Twitter account. It's a great account. Of the guys, uh, NY Jets history. He posts like old Jets clips of games, like kind of like that big blue VCR guy is right. for the for the Giants. He posted last week. The 1984 Pro Bowl, a clip from that game. Okay, so take, again, the Pro Bowl, we talked about how much of a joke it is. This is 40 years ago. Joe is the quarterback. Right after he won the Super Bowl, he and the 49ers, okay, beating the Dolphins. He get, There's a play where he gets absolutely destroyed from the blind side by Mark Gastineau. It reminded me of the Leonard Marshall sack on Joe Montana in the 90 championship game. It was like that. Do you realize after the play happened, Montana got up as if nothing was wrong? Uh, nobody on the NFC squad went over and tried to beat up Gastineau for taking a cheap shot on Montana. No. You know why? Because that's how the game was played then. You just played the game like it was any old football game.
1: Well, it's it's very amazing. Now. It's very different now. So if we agree that there's something kind of broken with the NBA, specifically the All-Star game, how do we fix it is the question.
3: Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. It's time to go around the league. This I miss it already. To, what, what's the matter?
1: I miss it already. Uh, I think we all miss the football. Starting tomorrow... Through March the fifth, NFL teams can designate franchise or transition players. You want to hear some of the uh, the tag candidates? Throw them at me. Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs, Baker Mayfield, T. Higgins, Michael Pittman. I mean, these are some star players. Josh Allen from the Jaguars, mm-hmm. Brian Burns, Panthers defensive end, Jalen Johnson, corner from the Bears. Justin Madbuike from the Ravens defensive tackle and Christian Wilkins from the Miami Dolphins. Some big names will be available if they don't sign the franchise tag.
0: Yeah, and, and think about it. March, I was reading something yesterday. March 11th is when like real free agency starts. I mean, that's what, just two and a half, three weeks away. So it's coming fast, man. It really I is. think March 11th is three weeks the, from today. Yeah, the legal tampering period, and right. that's when it begins. So that and, and then and that Wednesday, you can actually put
1: pen to paper and sign whatever deal.
0: Which you know we already start to hear stuff once that so on the 11th we'll start to hear some rumors and rumblings, which is great. But yeah, dude, there's no rest in sight. I mean, the combine is next week, which I don't know if that floats everybody's boat or whatever, but it's full steam ahead. It really is, and and that's great. Like we're gonna we're gonna start to even maybe see some trades happening here over the next couple of weeks before combine or All Star Game. Well, see, here's the difference. The combine is like 5 days. So, you have to give me some parameters to. No, it. what do you what do you like better? The combine? What? what are you more intrigued by? Combine or All-Star game? Combine, just because they're, t- they're 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 singing for their supper at the combine. They're actually um, trying. What do you think the Giants do with Saquon? Same thing as last year. They're going to say Saquon shop around. If you could get a better offer out there, go get it. But I think ultimately he's going to find his way back home. I'm not so sure anymore. Really?
1: Yeah. I I think that that the Giants look at Saquon and say, we don't want to spend, what is it, $12 million on him?
0: Wait, they're not going to tag him. Um, No, I don't think they're going to tag him. I think uh, if he wants to be a Giant next year, I think it's almost going to have to be similar to the deal that he agreed upon last year. But but he's going to want more than one year. I understand that, but he he might get the more than one year, but in terms of overall guarantees, is he going to get anything that much greater than, let's say, the $12 million? I'm not so sure about that. No, of course not. Dave, everything that we talked about last summer just was greater reinforced to how this NFL season played out. Uh, I think the Giants have made their
1: their take on Saquon perfectly clear. we like him.
0: We'd like to keep him. We will not overpay for him. Do you know last year the running back that got the highest AAV for the NFL season?
1: Uh you, you give me more of this question so I understand it better. AAV
0: meaning like which running deal? back got the highest salary just for one just for last year to play last year. I mean isn't it McCaffrey? No. In terms of who was signed, I should say, like oh. the, leading up to, you know what I mean, like contracts that were given out for 2023. Right. Uh is it Jonathan Taylor? No, who is it? And it worked out spectacularly horrible. There's an oxymoron for you. A Guy by the name of Dalvin Cook with the Jets. No, he made the most money last year. Seven million dollars and change. Yeah. Remember, but, they paid him seven mil.
1: Oh my god, what a disaster that was! But that was that's nice. what I mean. So they like so back last year.
0: So teams. Curtis Samuel, by the way, he got the contract from the Panthers. That was the most money given out in free agency, like total guarantees. And how did that work out for Carolina? Oh, so, you, your good.
1: question was what running back in free agency last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, contracts given okay. out
0: 423, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. No, that was so, that's awful. what I mean. Like,
0: teams aren't going to spend, man. They're not going to spend on the position. They're
1: just not. Well, the position has been completely neutered, right? I mean, you, you I mean, and there's going to be a lot of good running backs out there for the Giants. I mean, you want Austin Eckler, you might be able to get him. You want you know, Josh Jacobs, or, I mean, there's a whole host of guys. And the you know what? The Jets are two years down the road for having the same conversation. Because Brees yep. Hall's two years in, and I mean, you're going to pay him huge
0: money after year four, which is when you're going to have to pay him. Hey. The team just won a Super Bowl the last two years with a running back that they drafted in the seventh round. That's right.
1: And had a running back they guy. drafted
0: in the first round who was unplayable. Correct. Correct. So, I mean, look, th- that's that's the world we're living in. It stinks. It really and truly stinks. Like if you're running back right now, it's you're almost like a dominant center in college basketball because your NBA future is not going to be what it was let's say 20 30 years like Zach Eady, who's the best player in college basketball Dave you really think he's get, like 20 30 years ago he would have been the number 1 pick in the draft
1: yeah not now, this year now he'll probably be a second round pick um you're listening to DNR 9870 ESPN WEPN FM New York all right uh well, a great another tag candidate is from your beloved Jets, Bryce Huff. Yeah, franchise tag projected at twenty-three million for a defensive mm-hmm. end. I don't see them paying him that. Only five million in protected uh, projected cap room before cuts and restructures. The Jets might have to trim the budget in a position of need if they want to keep and pay Huff. You don't anticipate him back, do you? No, he's gone. I think he's gone. And
0: I'm not saying that I wouldn't welcome him back. I mean, he's he's a great dude. He's he's great at what he does on the field. Good player. I wish he would come back. But look, he plays a position that's one of the premium positions in the NFL that teams will pay for. There will be a team with more cap space than the Jets, with maybe a little bit greater need at the position than the Jets, that are going to overpay by leaps and bounds what the Jets will offer. So Bryce Huff will be gone.
1: And he already said he's not taking any kind of hometown discount. He wants to get paid. You know where I projected weeks ago he was going to wind up? Where's that? The Giants. You think so? I mean, I could certainly be wrong. And I don't have any real insight to it. But, yeah, I just think that the Giants desperately well, need he gonna, that.
0: Is he going to – well, again, Giants are changing defense. Is he going to fit with the new scheme? That's another question. That is another question. But I Is think he going to play – you know, can he, is he better served with his hand in the dirt? Or is he better served as a stand-up, let's say, outside 3-4?
1: I, I got to tell you, I think he gets to the quarterback no matter what defense you put him in.
0: But – he also plays only 40% of the snaps.
1: Yeah. You know, but he that, wants that, that he wants that to change. He said well, that. Well, he wants times. it
0: to change, but I'm saying like it, it, you have to be a team here. Okay, if you're going to pay this guy like he's a, you know, a three-down player, which he hasn't been yet, that's a lot of money to fork over to a guy who hasn't done it. So I mean, you better be damn sure that he's going to be able to produce. That's all.
1: Uh you're 100% right. 100% right. Let's continue around the league. Uh yeah, if you're going to pay if he's going to take
0: 40% of the snaps, you can't pay him that kind of money. Um, but that's 20- why drafting is so important, like for, from a Jets standpoint, right? Like, okay, Jermaine Johnson, he turned into a Pro Bowl defensive end in his second year. Now they hope that Will McDonald, who was a first-round pick last year, takes the leaps that Jermaine Johnson did last season, and correct. he will ultimately slide in and replace C- a correct. Bryce Huff, who was going to and,
1: yeah. and let's be fair, Jermaine Johnson in year one was very disappointing and was great year two. So even though McDonald was disappointing year one, you got to believe that he's going to make that or hope that he's going to make that leap in year two. Uh, due to his 2023 cap number, Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans projected franchise tag would be twenty eight point four million dollars instead of the regular 21.6, meaning he's not expected uh, to be a tag candidate, nor should he be. Same with Chris Jones for the uh, Chiefs. That's my next one. Oh, the same go. can be said for Chiefs defensive lineman Chris Jones. His projected franchise tag would be 32 million instead of the regular 19.7 million. Tell you what, if you were to get him for 19.7, which they can't, it'd be a bargain—a bargain,
0: 100. Mm-hmm. Bargain. I mean, what he checks every box and then some. But the thing uh, you got to worry about a guy like Chris Jones is, I mean, like if you are going to fork over that type of money, how much does he have left in the tank?
1: Take a minute to think about it because it's not something mm-hmm. you can you probably. Maybe you do off the top of your head. Best defensive player in football right now, Sue? TJ Watt. All right. You go Watt one, two, Miles Garrett.
0: All right, three. Uh, <sighs> Chris Jones is in the conversation. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. Chris Jones is in the conversation. Um, Micah Parsons in the conversation. Mike is in the conversation as well. I can't. I, I. I. I don't think Aaron Donald is in that top three, four conversation any longer. Yeah, was, but not any longer. Oh, he was one, right? But no longer.
1: Uh, also noteworthy: Kirk Cousins cannot be tagged, unavailable.
0: And mm-hmm. and and from what I've heard, there's going to be quite the market for Kirk Cousins. Well, he's a quarterback, and he was. Remember, he was having a really, really good year last year. He was having he a got great hurt. year. He was having a
1: great year until he got hurt.
0: Where do you think he? First of all, do you think he's back in Minnesota? Yeah or nay? Uh, money wise, I don't know if it'll work.
1: So, w- what teams could you see spending big money on Kirk Cousins? Could Atlanta hot, do it?
0: Yeah, Hotland. I was just going to say Pittsburgh. Well, how, did you see that thing coming out of Pittsburgh? By the way, what that about there Justin is Fields? in that there's internal strife about oh, that half the like,
1: guys be, want Mason Rudolph to be the quarterback?
0: Can you, can you, do you believe, this is, by the way, this is the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, like what I can believe that there are people Lom-
1: that would be taking the, 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 the reins and think that Mason Rudolph needs to be the quarterback. Well,
0: that's what I mean. Like, this is the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're a smart organization. You trip over Lombardi trophies when you walk into the building, and yet Mason Rudolph is actually in the conversation in these meetings? Yeah. Like, really?
1: No, crazy. Now, last I saw at the Steelers, like the Vegas odds were that Justin Fields was going to be the, their new starting quarterback. We'll see how that pans out. Uh, and then I'm, ju- I'm has, just thinking the Raiders about it
0: with Kirk Cousins. Well, Raiders need a quarterback. It ain't going to be really Aiden O'Connell. Th- no, clearly not. And Jimmy Garoppolo. How about, how, about, um, how about Jimmy G getting suspended? We Two didn't games. talk about
1: that. That's bad for him, man. Real bad for him.
0: Well, how about how, – let me throw this out there because I talked about it over the weekend or Friday, whenever the hell it came down. Jimmy G is going to be a free agent because it does the Raiders a favor. The suspension voids the contract, the money that he still had coming his way. It was like $11 million and change next year. If you're the Jets, if you're the Giants, both obviously have to bring another quarterback into the room. Don't you think there are a lot worse options to be a security deposit than Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, I'll say this. For the
1: Jets, I think he'd be a great backup quarterback. You don't have him for two games. You assume Rodgers gets through those two games, then you have him waiting in the wings if, God forbid, anything happened to Rodgers. Giants are different because I don't I don't know what they're gonna do with drafting a quarterback. So you're not gonna draft a quarterback, have Jones, the young quarterback, and Jimmy Garoppolo. So I think right. right now he's a better fit for the Jets, but if the Giants decide we're gonna go with Daniel Jones, yeah, I I think Garoppolo would be an elite
0: backup quarterback for anybody, any team that he signed with, absolutely. That's a good I mean could Jimmy Garoppolo beat out Daniel Jones? I don't think it will. Like, if Daniel Jones is healthy, I think he starts. But if Daniel – look, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but who knows. If the Giants have another crummy season next year, jobs might be at stake. So you're trying to win games. If Daniel Jones, let's say, gets off to a rough start first three, four games of the season, if you have a guy who, by the way, for all his warts, is 43-20 and as a starting quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, and you got that guy sitting on the sidelines, you're going to play him just to try to spark the team. Yeah, maybe, but I, I it's not exciting. It's but not, it, I know it's not exciting, but isn't that crazy though? Like think of, like think of how jaded we sound right now. We root for teams in this city which have not done a hell of a lot of winning over the last 10 years. 43 and 20. Dude, that's winning 2 thirds of the games you start. That's sickeningly good. And, and had a lead in the fourth quarter in a Super Bowl. Trivia question for you. Uh-oh. You like trivia, right? I do, yeah. I'm not going to ask you where Jimmy Garoppolo went to college. You know that answer because you're I good I don't know at that, that I did. Is it Nevada? No. Eastern Illinois. Oh, Eastern right. Illinois. Same as Tony Romo. Yeah. Okay. And Sean Payton, by the way. Um, there are two quarterbacks in the National Football League, active, who have multiple Super Bowl rings. I'm basically giving it to you as a layup. Who are they?
1: Uh, it's Garoppolo and it's Mahomes. There you go. See? I'm no dummy. And Jimmy
0: Um, is a backup. It's a backup.
1: Should should wide receiver Calvin Ridley re-sign with Jacksonville? Jaguars would owe a second-round pick to Atlanta, number 48 overall, as part of the conditions from that trade last year. The Falcons currently have a third-round pick, which will be number 79 overall, via Jacksonville. Um, I was unimpressed with Ridley this season. Good start, very slow finish.
0: You think he's kicked his gambling addiction? Was it a gambling addiction? Well, maybe addiction is a little strong, but I mean, it's, you know, it was a habit. He liked to partake well, I, in I would wager. hope, I mean, we're, we're talking about this guy signing a, a multi-million dollar, maybe long-term deal. I would hope that he's not going to to gamble so that he doesn't get I, keep it. I just wonder league-wide how, I, I'm really fascinated because you got some big names. Like Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans, who's the other big free Jameson agent? Williams.
1: Oh, oh free agent?
0: Yeah, like free agent. T. Higgins. um, I'm really curious to see how much teams are willing to spend on the wide receiver. Like, are they going to fork over blockbuster money? Yes. Which in the past, like, well, I mean, these guys that sign, how many of them are really true difference makers? The ones that get like that blow you out of the water in terms of the contract they get, right? I think
1: I. I, And I'll tell you why the one I think gets paid through the nose is T. Higgins because he's young. And he's just entering the prime of his career.
0: But if you put T. Higgins with a so-so quarterback, he might not be as productive. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of it has to do with the quarterback. He was pretty good
1: with Jake Browning down the stretch of the season, though.
0: But he was already entrenched there. You know what I'm saying? And plus, you had Jamar Chase on the other side, too. Like, if you're going to sign T. Higgins... To be your number one and you have, you know, Joe Blow is the number two and you don't have an option at the tight end to catch passes, like teams are just going to double him. They're going to roll coverage to his side. He's not going to be as effective.
1: I'm not going to sit here and let you disparage Joe Blow. Guys, a very, very talented. Joe Blow player.
0: went to school I where, David? Where did he go to school?
1: Hofstra. When they had football. He's been in the league for quite a I miss so
0: Hofstra playing football.
1: Um, Oh, R.J., RJ, you know what I saw this weekend? What's that, Dave? Brandon Ayuk will not be back with the Niners.
0: I don't know if that's substantiated.
1: Well, that's what mm. I
0: saw. What's the deal with that? Like, the girlfriend's basically, like, crying goodbye out of San Francisco, but he's, like, still—doesn't he have an option for next year? He's under contract. That's yeah, what I mean. Friends and family oh, gotta be insane. off the socials. Get rid of it. Stop get it. Get rid of them, man. Uh, got the,
1: the Baltimore Ravens have signed Nelson Aguilar to a one-year contract extension.
0: Congrats to Nelson and his family. Yeah, did he, he? So, so he was able to actually secure the pen when he signed the contract. Uh, is that that wasn't funny though, was it? Well, I mean, it was a, 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 it was a, a, a shot. Yeah, it's a joke. A shot because he's so. not known for his hands. Or did he do like you know you've because he, some he things, doesn't I'm ca- sure. he doesn't catch well, Dave? You see? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, but like these I new understand. things now in this uh, internet world that we live in, you ever sign things now like with your finger? You like draw your signature yes. to the screen? Mine Maybe always was... looks
1: like a child when, when I do that.
0: Now, do you do the finger or do you use like the, the mouse on the thing to, no. to do it? I do the finger. You do the
3: finger? Yeah. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Rick is um, not here,
1: but listening to the show. Dan is here, and I also believe listening to the show. Is that accurate? You're listening I'm to I'm listening.
0: Show. Yeah, I'm here. I got gotcha. you. Good. I'm all in. Still
1: can't believe you chose him over me.
0: Ask me again on Wednesday or Thursday. Maybe I'll have a different opinion. No, I don't. I don't want to know anymore.
1: I mean, you made you you planted your flag, and that's fine.
0: What if I could change? You could change. Everybody. Everybody could
1: change. Everybody can change. Yeah. Not nice. Not nice at all. Uh, all right. One hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I have some Pete Alonzo audio for you. We'll get to that in about three or four minutes. Let's Ooh. go to Subi in um, Midtown. Hi, Subi. You're on 9870 eight seven ESPN. Oh no! It just happened. So, so, how about Santiago?
0: He, hangs up up. he hanged up. I fat fingered. I saw hung it hung up, up on Shibi. Uh, he did an answer I, drop. It ended up punching Ira up at the same time. And then we lost him. I think that's called calling how, back. Are your fingers swollen? Did you have a lot of salt this weekend?
1: No. How did you, how did you hang up on
0: one guy and take the other one on the air? I punched <laughs> them both at the same time. You didn't see Subis, like, lit up at first, and then it turned off. Dave, he was at a cold hockey game yesterday and didn't leave early, and, and that's I'm, what I'm happens. A, I'm actually in a colder studio right now. I just literally put on my coat. Yeah, it is The frigid. same coat that I'm wearing on the on-ice picture with frigid. Tom McGregor. That's, uh, that's how I feel right now. Ra- Raymond, all right.
1: Rarely in life do you get a second chance. You do right now. Be careful with your fat fingers. Subi in Midtown. Hi, Subi.
2: I don't blame Raymond at all because he was out all night, you know, with those cold-ass fingers. I mean, you can't blame him at all. Um, Sorry
1: about that. Sorry about that. It's not your fault. It's Raymond. We're sorry that it happened to you. Yeah, that's all me, Subi. Sorry.
2: It's all right. Ray's Ray's cool. Anyway, with this, uh, I got two points. First of all, this is a franchise-altering draft for the Giants. I mean, I don't think people understand. There's no QB coming out next year. And all the teams in the NFL are looking. And Russell Wilson is leaving Denver. They're looking for a QB as well. We're going to have to see with this combine who sticks out. Because you know Giants, they're going to have to put Daniel Jones through a combine to see if he can actually move. It's every other week with this guy, something going on with his back, his shoulder, something. So we're going to have to put him through a combine. I'm being dead serious. So we're going to have to see if Jaden Daniels has a potential to be a Patrick Mahomes-type quarterback, someone who can literally – score a touchdown on any drive so it doesn't it and doesn't that,
1: matter who they have to figure out the guy uh, you know make a target of that guy and go after that that quarterback. yeah i
2: don't want to have to be daniels
1: year. or anybody specifically they just have to determine what is they like
2: debate next, yeah i don't want to see this debate next year every other week who's the quarterback for the giants i i need a so- solid player for the next five years just like the eagles have five years yeah we need someone <laughs> for the next five years so we're so
3: setting it, the bar pretty low series
1: what are you talking about? And thanks for the call, Subi. You tell me I get Jaden Daniels for five years. I don't want any quarterback for the next five years. I want the next quarterback for 15 years.
0: Zach Wilson gave the Jets four. How'd that work out? Yeah, great. We'll to, By let's... the way, I got a question for you. Because I, I, I was talking about this the other day. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, I, I yes. was flabbergasted, actually. So, BetMGM, they had the odds for, to win the Super Bowl already for next year. And, and granted, it's premature, right? Do you realize they had the Giants? At a hundred and fifty to one, which is the second longest odds in the NFL. Only you mean a, to tell ahead me of the Panthers? The Panthers? Do you mean to tell wow. me they think the Giants are the se- are going to be the second worst team in the NFL? I I, I don't buy that for a second. They're well, not I don't, that I don't bad. Think
1: it necessarily means second worst team, right? It means second. Well, what like, the hell does
0: it mean? Don't take it, it means Super that they Bowls? have the second
1: worst chance of winning the Super Bowl. So right, well, but, that
0: means you're a bad team. Don't well,
3: you
1: think? I, no, no, no. I, I I obviously means you're a bad team, but I don't think it means that you're, you're worse or better than. Yeah, I mean, pick another bad team, the Patriots. Yeah, I don't mean. No, I mean it. Just maybe the Giants would have a a, a tougher road to get to the Super Bowl. Well,
0: but it's still, it's still. I'm not that pessimistic yet. And I look, I, I I think that this. I think they'll be. I don't think they'll be any worse than they were last year. Well, here's the thing, too, with the Giants, they were six and eleven,
1: right? Should have beaten the Jets. Even a Jets fan would admit that. And should, have beat, and should have beaten the Rams. So as bad as it was, and it was brutal, the Giants probably should have gone like 8-9. Eight, eight
0: right? I'm trying to think. Did they win a game that they were fortunate to win? I'm trying to remember. I don't think so.
1: I mean, they uh, won. they won the Packers game, which was a close game, but I don't think they were fortunate to win it. No, I think the Giants were—they they, they won six, and they, they fought down the stretch of the season, too. They,
0: and that they, last one against the Eagles, though, the Eagles were kind of like— Well, no, I mean— But they, the Giants they, smashed y- them. The y- Eagles y- needed to win. They tried to win. Dave, you know which one kind of e- canceled out a little bit? The Patriot game they won. Because what happened to them against the Patriots was the shoe on the other foot with the Jet game. Remember, the Patriots missed that kick at the end.
1: Right. But that only would have tied it anyway.
0: You never know what
1: would have happened, Patriots. though. Right. I was, I was, listen, I was rooting for the Patriots. That Chad Ryland it was awful that he missed that
0: kick. Right now, and we're still, what, two months away? Uh, if they're standing pat at six, yeah. what position?
1: You know, I know said free this, agency said is going to motivate time a lot. Ago. Yeah. I said this a long time ago. And RJ specifically, I think everyone kind of laughed at me.
0: I wouldn't be shocked if they took J.J. McCarthy at six. I, I said the other day, J.J. McCarthy, whether you like him or not, J.J. McCarthy is going to be drafted, I feel, higher than most people think he is right now. And you know what? If that's six, I am not going to be surprised at all.
1: Uh, Matt Miller, you know, does great coverage for us draft-wise at ESPN. He was on with me two weeks ago, yeah. Okay. He, he, I, I read a quote. He spoke to he said a couple NFL executives in love with J.J. McCarthy. said yeah, when, You know when, why? When they kind of like let this guy cook, you're not going to believe what he's able to do.
0: You know, because he's a winner first and foremost. Pro style offense, okay? He's he was coached by a guy who now is an NFL head coach who loves. He him. checks all the boxes.
1: Like I'm intrigued by that. I'm very intrigued to see. Um, if not, and they don't, and they take six. If the three quarterbacks are gone and they don't take McCarthy. I think they'll take a receiver. I think they'll take either uh, Adunze or Neighbors would be
0: my guess. As long as they're going to take Jim Neighbors. No, Um, don't want that. I mean, look, we don't know what's going to happen, and these teams aren't going to tell you the truth anyway. They're going to try to lead you down a different path just to throw people off the trail. But, I mean, there's at least, I would say, a 50-50 chance that in this town it might be a very unsexy first round of the draft because both teams might take tackles
1: possible i don't find the tackle to be unsexy i find the tackle that's incapable to be unsexy but not well, the capable and, tackle
0: and this is a, a a supremely rich tackle draft like that like this could be um they could set a record this year for most tackles to come off the board in the first round the record is seven you, yeah, you, you might get, get eight, eight tackles yeah, i saw that and
1: yeah. you got to figure you you pick six you're probably going to get the number one offensive lineman in the entire draft there
0: if you if you figure the three quarterbacks are coming off the board and then at least Harrison. in the first four picks, yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: So well, let's go to Iron Staten Island. Good morning, Ira.
5: Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you? Good. Boy, hey, Ira, uh, it's amazing. Hey, you know you're talking about the years ago. Yeah, I, I appreciated getting up the next morning and looking in newspapers. Uh, you know what? It, we, you appreciated it more. Now you know every two seconds you get information and. Uh, you know, but people today they just don't understand it. But getting to free agency, and, and I know the Jets are kind of scrap right now. But you know that's why they have erasers and pencils, and every GM, every executive does it. And listen, let, let's face it, Joe Douglas as you know what, is on the line, and unfortunately, they're going to probably have to spend for players more than what they're worth, and he's going to have to overpay because if they don't win next year, he's not going to have to worry about free agency, and that's you know that's why they got to get this right and. You know, I don't even think it's that great of a free agency crop, especially with the offensive line. I think there's a couple of guards around. But besides that, you know, the Jets can't come out and say, we're going to build through the draft. He's had four or five years to do that, and, you know, he's come up short. So this is the year he's going to to overspend, and hopefully they get it right.
1: Well, they have to. Thanks for the call, Ira, because if you don't get it right this year, you're not going to be around to get it right next season.
0: Reset button one more time. That's what it is. If, if it doesn't work this year, you know what? You're back to square one again because then you're probably looking at a new coaching staff, maybe a new front office. Definitely, the quarterback, quarterback is getting yeah. out of there, right? And that's why at some point, and I don't know, they, they're supposedly going to get a few um, the Jets. We're talking about compensatory draft choices in the maybe in the seventh round, and that's going to be determined here in a little while. Uh, I, I, I would behoove them to at least use. One pick this year, wherever it might be, not in the first round necessarily, you got to draft a quarterback to at least develop, hopefully, somebody. Where, where though?
1: Where are you going to take a quarterback?
0: You could take one mid to late round. That's fine. Yeah, I think if you take a quarterback
1: in the, the fifth or sixth round, it's fine. But, you, yeah. I mean, everything in the first couple rounds, you need to produce right away. And you don't have a second round pick, right?
0: Right, and, and which by the way, I I wouldn't rule out the possibility of them trading down, given the fact that as I just got done saying, it is a tackle rich draft. You could get a tackle that is a week week one, day one starter, let's say mid to late first round, get back that second round pick, and then you're in business.
1: I can't wait for the draft. Don't rush it. No. I don't want to rush it. it April. Free agency will be fun. Free agency will be fun. Free agency will be fun. Yeah free
3: agents and that's soon we're three weeks from the start of Damn. free agency thanks for listening to the Row and rothenberg podcast listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m on 98.7 espn in new york the espn new york app or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 espn